Antonella, and we are here to help you see the world through a more aesthetically pleasing lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're back for another little half season episode. Yes. Um, we we were gonna do mini sods, but I feel like it's just a mini season, not a mini. So right. Yeah. These yeah these mini sods aren't so mini. They're kind of yes. just like our average length. Yeah. At the end of the day, because we get too excited, we're just. We're too invested, and we're too, like, into aesthetics, guys, yeah. to, like, let you down. Like, get half... We can't half ass. Yeah. <laughs> we can't. We're about to... Yeah, we can say I need to I forget about right. that. Right. I know. It still throws me off. I know. Because I'm like... Now that I'm back on a radio show, too, uh, I'm like, you cannot curse. You have to censor yourself. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and I, like, always want to be like, F-bomb, F-bomb. And then I'm like, no, I cannot do that. All right, what are we talking about today? So we're talking about, um, what do we call it again? A P- PCA. PCA. I know, I had to think of this earlier. <laughs> it's a pop culture aesthetic. In which we choose a movie, book, or album. Have we, we ever done a book? We've never done a book. I keep mentioning a book <laughs> as if we're going to actually She's read like, one. really, really, really long. It would be fun to have like a little book club. MTMTI book do, club. You know what we should do? We should do graphic novel. That would be That's fun. what we well, need to do. Then you could have, like, more visual aesthetics. Exactly. Like, we're all about visuals. Because I think that's the issue with books is that they can be less... Right. ...visual. That's true. Which we try to emphasize aesthetics in all realms. Mm-hmm. Which I think we do a pretty good job of. Um, especially in music. I think we talk a lot about aesthetics in music. But mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, it could be... We'll do something. like, Shakespeare's a different aesthetic from F. F- Scott. Fitzgerald, right? That's so true. It's like, well, that's like a whole lot of history, and like we could really delve into the author aesthetic. Yeah, we could get PhDs yeah, in like, that if we wanted to. We're not like, doing that. <laughs> bring in your mom as a special guest, uh-huh. the English teacher. Uh-huh. Yeah. We have to have another special guest. We only had my sister that one time. And right. Then we never, never again. Damn. Well, do we know anybody? Who, yeah, who, who needs likes to... aesthetic? Um, we'll come up with someone. Okay. I mean, listeners out there, maybe suggest yeah, yourself. Reach out to us. Reach out and be like, yeah, we'll... I'm a cool person. Because, like, we like to talk about how cool we are, so, like, talk, talk about right. how cool you are. I mean, that's something we'll have in common, yeah. so. There you go, talking about ourselves. Anyway, what is our aesthetic today? Today we're talking about the album Control by SZA. Yeah, I'm very excited because I, I really love this album. I guess I can get into how I yeah, your first my relationship to it. I think... It came out in 2017. Um, I think I first started listening to it, though, in, like, 2018. I was really obsessed with the song, um, the single off the album, Drew Barrymore, and, like, I really love that song. And then I got into more of her music, and I feel like I kind of just, like, just added her to my playlist, but I didn't really, like, I kind of just was, like, a passive listener. So it was nice to, like, really, like, delve into the actual aesthetics and, like, mm. more meaning behind the album. Because I was, like, I don't know, so, I was, like, 18, so I was, like, wasn't yeah. really, like, connecting with all of the lyrics in the no. album, but... It's a um, very, like, got some very deep stuff in yeah. there, and it's, like, I could not expect... That's also why I think I never got into it, because, like, I don't think when it was really, like, big, like, I don't think I had that, like, knowledge to be able right. to connect to it the way that, like, I feel like now I can listen to it and I can it's a heavy hitter. It's not a... It is, yeah, no, it's definitely, like, very blunt. Very frank. 
Yes. Which I thought was cute. Because, like, I like the like, comparisons to Amy Winehouse. Especially with, like, the style of singing. Oh, for um, sure. I didn't think about that, but definitely yeah. I, I could see that. was reading about, like, I don't know. Like, I was hearing her voice and I was like, ooh, she has a very, like, I wanna, I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. It's very, like, mellow and it's, like, kind of, like, a little mumbly sometimes, which I think is interesting. And then I was, like, thinking about my favorite singers and, like, what I think Amy does that sometimes, but mixes it with, like, other styles. And SZA does the same thing, which I think is great. It is SZA, right? SZA. I, I say SZA. I think I for a SZA. while I was saying SZA, which was not, I don't think SZA. I'm not. Oh, I can't say Yeah. Like, Wingardium Leviosa. Wingardium Leviosa. Yeah. And, yeah, so if you want to talk about more about your relationship with it, in general, just how you came to know it. Yeah. I mean, I had no relationship to this album. I barely had a relationship to SZA. Like, really, like, nothing at all. Until, like, folks, I could you not, like, two hours before we are recording this. Um, and, like, I'm already obsessed with it. Like, I'm already so... I don't know. It's just, like, I just gave this album the time that it needed, which was not a lot of time, to, like, sell itself to me. And now I'm, like... Ugh, I just never, like, delved into SZA, and now I'm really happy that we're doing this, because now it's, like, I just want to listen to this album on repeat, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I but think it has a very, like, it came out, like, four years ago, and I don't think it's aged a day. No. Like, I don't think it's aged a day. No, you could tell me it came out yesterday, and I'd be like, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, it definitely did. Well, it was just, like, time. I think the production is just was, like, ahead of its time, honestly, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I don't know, what would you categorize its, like, genre as? Because I feel like it's kind of a mix of It's, like, things. I call it, like, I would say, like, electro R&B. Because she's very synth-heavy in some songs. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really cool. And she's not, like, she can delve into, like, a more hip-hop feeling. But she's very, like, R&B the way she sings. It's, like... I don't know, smush like your favorite indie electro band with her. And that's yeah. like SZA. Like, like I want to say like S-T-R-X-A-R, like with her and you get like SZA. And it's mm-hmm. a really cool combination. I feel like especially female R&B singers stray away from like an indie vibe a little yeah. bit. But she does it really well. Or yeah, I feel like a lot of R&B singers do go, like they toe like the pop R&B mm-hmm. line a lot. Where it's like, I feel like Ariana Grande maybe like her older stuff she was kind of more r&b pop but i feel like sis is very much like she'll have like trap hip-hop mm-hmm. but like she'll also like kind of bring in like the more indie mm-hmm. alternative music alt r&b kind of yeah say. all r&b yeah i could see that um i feel like also another comparison joja mm-hmm. is very indie pop yeah and i feel like that's not sizzle yeah but there's some weird similarity there's a like, it's similar what they're doing, like, parallel, but, like, in different places, you I know? agree with that, yeah, because I feel like they're both, like, multi-genre mm-hmm. women. Dodo's absolutely pop. Yeah. Like, 100% pop. Oh, yeah, she's and, a like, pop star. Says I'm not sure. She's not. I wouldn't call her a pop star. I don't star. think she's a pop star. I think I, before I knew this album, I thought she was a pop star, and now I'm like, no, 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 she's not a pop she's star. She's not. Like, even, I think she's more like a rock star, or, like... Mm-hmm. The amount of, like, she writes most of her songs, like... I mean, she writes all of her songs, but she writes most of them completely on her own, which I think is just an amazing talent. Yeah. That's just impressive in itself. Like, the fact that she can do that is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, like, a writer. Like, I, I definitely get, like, or like a lot of her songs, like, I feel like are poems almost, mm-hmm. which, I mean, you could say that for any song, but I feel like particularly just the way no, she delivers yeah. her lines is very poetic. Yeah. She kind of has, like, a swing to her 
Especially this album. Because yeah. it's like she's reading a new page of her diary. Yeah. No, definitely feels like... Song. It feels like a stream of consciousness. Like, yeah. I felt like... Or I think I was reading, like, how she writes her songs where, like, she tries to make sure it's the most, like, organic or, like, the most, you know, one take mm. as, as she can get it to be or, like, off the okay. top of her head. Like, that's kind of how she works. I know specifically, like, for the first song on the album, Supermodel, I watched a video. Yeah. She was like, like, that was one take. That was the first Jeez. take that she sung it in is on the album, which is really cool. I think that's kind of how the whole album feels, where it's very, like, organic, one take, like, stream of consciousness kind of vibe. Yeah. No, I agree with that. On that note of her stream of consciousness theme, she doesn't really have a solid structure. Not that, like, she needs a solid structure, but it's not, like, a first chorus, first chorus situation. And I think that's really interesting. That sometimes it's just kind of, like, a flowy as she feels it kind of song and not, or, like, almost like she just chooses one chord progression and repeats that rather than, like, going somewhere. And it, that kind of gives it, like, almost, like... Lo-fi is the wrong word, but definitely, like, a beats kind of vibe. I think that's, like, the R&B part of it, mm-hmm. where it's, like, just, like, the the rhythm part of it. It's just repeating, but in the same way, basically. But she's doing something different. Another note to that is, in Western music, it's all, like, about the harmonies and how the harmonies go. But in uh, a lot of different music, like, non-Western music, um, there's, like, some theories. Not all non-Western music, but, like... It's a lot more melody-based, so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the harmonies will do something more consistent, and the melody will do, like, it will become the more complex theme, which I think she does sometimes. Yeah, totally. I don't think she, like, I don't think there's very strong melodies, per se, in this album, compared to, like, other singers. Like, that's actually a good point. I didn't really think about the fact that, like, I don't think she has, like, very, like, or particularly strong choruses in all of her songs. I feel like a lot of them are kind of just like rely on like the beat production mm-hmm. and also just kind of like the flow of the verses versus versus just having like a very like strong chorus like I don't think I think there's a maybe the singles have some strong mm-hmm. choruses but like the b-sides I don't think which is do. the big difference between her and someone like Dota Cat or Ariana Grande yeah. like they're like it's all chorus yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah there's always a chorus that's how you make a pop heart. song exactly. like, like you have like a strong chorus yeah. which i mean i loved yeah but like i love oh, it great i loved being able to sing along but this is more like an experience than yeah. it's like singing along which i also like a lot true true um, i agree with the experience aspect yeah <laughs> i also something i picked up when i first listened which is why i thought you're like introduction to it was interesting like i definitely was introduced to this in a, like, I'm analyzing this kind of way, mm. which meant I was paying attention to everything as opposed to, right. like, you were more to college. I was like, oh, this is a good song. Um, and definitely picked up on and read a lot about, like, this confessional theme where every song is just, like, very honest, very much, like, a confession of something very real, like, very, like, mm-hmm. like we were talking about deep and complex and, like, not easy topics yeah like, like not something you'd want to admit like yeah. all insecurities and, and, and stuff like that like probably feel like embarrassed or maybe just shy to talk yeah. about also i felt like like there is a big glamour aspect though which is such a like r&b kind of thing i maybe or like uh yeah i guess r&b like she's almost like this character from like a fantasy book in like every one of these videos mm-hmm. because she's like She's so glamorous and everything, but then she's in, like, these very real situations, which I think is, like, really interesting. Totally. I feel like, I mean, uh, music videos a lot of times feel like they're just her looking back on a situation, 
a really dreamlike sequence almost, but like she's fully done up in makeup and maybe like some kind of like haute couture outfit mm-hmm. or something. But broken clocks and supermodel both have like she's like Glamazon. Like, Glamazon, <laughs> totally like in this like real world situation. Mm-hmm. Except for supermodel has the fairies in it and she's not a fairy. Right. But still she's like this. She's like, still walking down yeah. in like her robe and yeah. high heels. Um <laughs> and it's awesome. And I think she has is that the one with the sparkly dress? I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of really... There's a lot of sparkly dresses. There's a lot of sparkly dresses. There's also just a lot of really good outfits, mm-hmm. which I was like, wow. Oh, yeah. The yeah. the fashion, yeah. yeah. I really love the fashion. I don't know if you saw the Drew Barrymore music video, but yeah. I feel like she's a lot of, like, streetwear style, which is cute in that video. Definitely very, like... I feel like I could see your, you, like, taking influence. Oh, yeah. I really love that video yeah. so much. It's the most, like, wintry video. Yeah. Like, wintry song, wintry video. I would categorize this album as being a very summer album. I just feel that... Because it's just, like, the visuals of the mu- music videos, along with, like, just the sounds, just feel so summer to me. Okay. Like, warm. Maybe you listen to it in I the feel summer, warm. I think that's probably also why, yeah. like, you're first hearing it in the winter. Yeah. Um... So I don't think of it, I know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. though. I think I don't think of it as a winter album, not not as a summer album, mm-hmm. maybe more like a spring album for me, because it, I don't know, because I feel like she goes so many different places yeah. that, like, I don't know, you know, it do, doesn't it literally snow and do very more, too? Like, yeah, it does, yeah, okay. and that, and that, I feel like the chorus of that is, like, is it warm enough for you or whatever, yeah. so, like. Like, okay. that I really associate with winter, but the rest of the songs just feel so, like, I don't know. I, let's, we gotta go through them. Yeah, we should go through them, or, like, start, you wanna yeah. do that? Just the title of the album, Control. Yeah, Control. She said that it was about her trying to get a sense of control, which you also hear at the very end of 20-something. Her mom is talking about Control, mm-hmm. and it's cute, and they're just, like, talking about it, like, off at the end. I thought it was interesting because, like, she said it was, like, kind of her trying to find some sense of control, but to me, I'm, like... She's just looking for basic control. Like, she's basically saying, I control over nothing, and I just want, like, the basics, you know? And it's, like, that's somehow more powerful. And it's not, she's not, like, trying to be, like, some crazy control freak. She just, like, wants control of the basics, Mm -hmm. which is reasonable. And also, the beginning of Supermodel, there's, like, that um, voice note from her mom, I guess, as well, talking about control, struggling with gaining control. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's a really cool way to start the album, just, like, that little bit. And there's, like, a sound of, like, paper crinkling, too, which is funny. Um, and I think the song Supermodel is, it's like, a very good first introduction because it's, like, so stripped down. Yeah. And it's just her, like, singing over, like, drums and a, like, very indie-sounding mm-hmm. guitar. I love the production on that. Which is the same as the last song yes. as well. 20-something is the same thing. Um, Epizbena. <laughs> yeah, the Epizbena. We brought that up before in this podcast. Yeah, so you know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so you would know. Um, if we had actual fans, you guys would make stickers that said Epizbena on them. Yeah, and would I would love that. So the music video too, I, I you know me, it's going to be all music video, like, viewpoint. Um, especially because that's what I had the most time to put into, you know, like, I could, I listened to the album a bunch of times, but like, you know, it's about an hour, so mm-hmm. I could only listen to so many songs over again. Um, but I really loved this one line that she said, where she said, Wish I was comfortable just with myself, but I need you. And I just was like, that's every girl, <laughs> like, out there. I know, the like, song is really sad. Yeah. Actually. Like, it's so, but it's so, like, that's an insight into, like, 
most girls like that idea of like wish I could be comfortable with myself but I need you because we're like taught this whole like need relationship thing right. but also like the idea that like we are so threatened in society by like people who have more power than us and will take advantage of us that literally if we have a relationship there's more protection there there's more safety right. there well, it's like she's talking about, I read about the relationship behind it, and it's like a very toxic relationship in which, like, this guy just kind of, like, makes fun of her and, like, just, like, treats, like, brings her down, brings down her confidence, but she, like, still kind of is with him because, like, you know, she oh, still needs him yeah. and it's dependent on him, but, like, and in the music video, like, the guy's, like, laughing at her as she's, like, stunting and, like, trying to look cute and like, looking at herself in the mirror, and he's like, what are you doing, girl, like... And then they shoot those little sparklers. Yeah, and then at the end of the music video, the kids, like, attack him. And she's doing it, and she's like, pew, pew. I was like, yes. Yeah. Though he was cute, but, you know. He was cute, but he was not a nice guy. He was the worst. You're right. You know I need too much attention for shit like that. You know you wrong for shit like that. I could be your supermodel if you believe. If you see it in me, see it in me, see it in me, I don't see myself. Why I can't stay long just by myself? Wish I was comfortable just with myself. But I need you, but I need you, but I need you. Then love galore. It's the intro, yes. the opening instrumental, so good. She wears a sparkly dress in that one that I like yeah. a lot. I feel like that song also really put her on the map for a lot of people because I think that was like one of the songs to blow up like first blow up i also just love like in all of her songs that kind of like tinkling like strumming guitar like in a lot of them just mm. like that super stripped down acoustic sound yeah. which i feel like i don't know it kind of just is like a, a common thread throughout the album but i really love that like layering of that yeah okay this is the part that made me emo <laughs> It was acting like he wasn't more than a summer fling. I said farewell. You took it well. Promise I won't cry. I won't promise I won't cry over spilled milk. I was like, my mind was blown by that little line right there. in the wind i was cracking up the whole time because i think yeah that song is kind of funny because you're just like so hearing ridiculous. that word in a song i i'm like too embarrassed to say it i don't know why i, know, I, know, I, I just like get embarrassed like it's just weird well, when i imitate kendrick i can do i can say because i think it's so funny when he's like i don't know he's like pussy and he's like pussy. and i was like <laughs> what is I can't take it seriously. I know, I can't take it seriously. He's so good at that kind of, like, he always plays with his voice. Yeah. And I love, like, Travis Scott is cool, whatever. Um, I loved that, like, she did something with Kendrick because he's just so good. And I feel like you could tell that, like, they were kind of, like, challenging each other in the song, which I really liked. Mm, No, they they were so good together. Like, I feel like their voices really went together. The music video is really weird, too. Yeah. But also kind of funny. And, like, I don't know. I feel like all of music music videos are a little, like, quirky, kind of uh-huh. just, like, I don't know, humor. Did you watch it, though? I watched a little bit of it. Okay. 
But yeah, I just thought it was weird and hilarious and like, yeah, very funny. Um, your favorite. My favorite. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yes. I don't know, that song just like, there's so many lines in that song where I'm like, I don't know, it's just about, like, it's about a party, I guess, that she goes mm-hmm. to, and she's just like, I don't know, just like a very, I don't know, lonely, sad song, I feel like. She's just kind of like... Yeah. I couldn't tell if it was about, like, like what kind of relationship it was about. Like, at first I was like, oh, maybe this is about a friendship, and then I was like, maybe it's about a relationship? Like, I couldn't really tell, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think what I read about it is that it's about her going to a party to, like, because she's excited to, like, see this guy because he invited her, but, like, he ends up, like, having a girl there anyway, so she's like, oh, well, like, what am I doing here? Like, yeah, I feel kind of stupid at this party. And that's the one where she says, are you warm enough? Yeah. warm enough? Yeah. I just feel like a lot of the lines in that are so good. Um, I couldn't pay attention to the lyrics as much because the music video was like really there was a lot going on yeah but i really like it um and this is my first sighting of she did this in two videos the couple that's always making out in the background and there's one in this video in the party and mm-hmm. there's one in broken cross yeah there's one broken cross where there's mm-hmm. just a couple that like like, there's a bunch of shots where they're just pans and they're just in the background making out. It's really funny. Yeah, I feel like the music video really captures, like, the party atmosphere and, like, some of the shots. That's, like, really fun. And then Drip Barrymore has, like, a, a cameo in that. But, like, 0.5 seconds. <laughs> it's so funny. I still couldn't figure out why it's called Drip Barrymore. Yeah, so apparently, cause, because she wrote it with while watching the Poison Ivy movie that stars Drew Barrymore... Huh? And she, like, just felt, like, whatever feeling she was feeling while writing it and watching that movie. So she called it Drew Barrymore, which huh. is not as, like, connected as I thought it would be. No. But <laughs> which, the Poison Ivy movie? Yeah. I have no idea about this movie. I don't know, maybe you guys have fact-checked me on that, but the and strings, then... the strings at the end of that song, I forgot. Yeah. The production, the strings, I love that ending part. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. Um, yeah, it's like just last part where like everything, um, all the other instrumentals cut and it's just like strings. Mm. I don't know. I just feel like it. It speaks to just how layered her songs are. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like you wouldn't hear that normally. No. For that kind of string arrangement yeah. and just any album, any R and B album. For sure. Um, but you're right. She does. She does different things. You yeah. know, she doesn't do the same thing. Or yeah, her. I feel like her just production is so playful. I know that she doesn't handle all of her production it looks like but i don't know i just feel like there it's just so textured she yeah. has so many different like instruments going on you know what i feel like she does though i feel like she gives she says like thanks to the, all these people for helping me but then when you look at like the writing credits it's like it's mostly her yeah, oh yeah it's mostly only her it's her yeah, yeah it's her story her, yeah her thing um prom i don't really have any strong feelings about i think it's cool i like don't know too much about it so it I like the kind of pop vibe she was yeah. going for. Like, I felt like that was such, like, a unexpected little mm-hmm. thing. Like, she it's went very fully, pop song, yeah. like, went fully into, like, a little pop punk kind of yeah. thing, which is cute. Maybe like, that's why I didn't connect, super connect with it at first, because I was like, this isn't deep for, like, a close listen. Yeah, you know? it's definitely, like, 
I, I, I like it simply because it's so different, but it, I feel like it's kind of the odd one out on the mm. album almost. I agree. Like, it doesn't It wasn't hitting as... the same way as everything else. Yeah, the lyrics, yeah, maybe everything. But I, the lyrics are supposed to be pretty deep. It's supposed to be, like, teenage angst, which mm. maybe that's what it is, because this song feels like young adult, not young adult, young adult refers to teenagers, but, like, like, 20-something, which is mm-hmm. literally the last song. Like, it feels like a 20-something-year-old angst, which is, like, yeah. totally different. Well, because, yeah, the whole album is, like, me- is like angst for someone in, like, their 20s. Yeah. Which is, like, hard to do. And I feel like yeah. there's not, like, as much of an audience for that. Like, someone like Olivia Rod- Rodrigo, her album is, like, for the teenage, teenage angst. angst. Like, yeah. that is so teenage. <laughs> and this just feels a little bit more, like, adult, adult contemporary. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Weekend. So this is my number three on the album. What's your first two? No, you'll find out. Okay. Um, Okay. Actually, I changed my mind. I think this song put her on the map because I feel like this chorus. This one I knew already. Yeah. This this one I heard and I was like, oh wait, I know this song. Yeah. Yeah. The story is so funny. Like, but it's also like really important that she does it from the perspective of quote unquote the other woman but sees herself not as the other woman I think that's a really important thing yeah like she's the main character you know totally um, yeah like I don't know not many songs talk about that no perspective at all like from that angle exactly um, which is so Amy Winehouse does that too though which is facts yeah. that's so true Amy could I wish Amy was on this song also the music video the Brutalist Architecture yes. was calling my name. I was like, yes, please, make a video about beautiful buildings. That is what I want. You know, Susan just doing her little dance over there. Just doing and her little like, dance, looking cute. But what was great was, like, you could watch her and she did her little thing, but then you could also, like, absorb her environment, which was, like, first they're in this, like, weird balcony with this beautiful building and just, like, the Brutalist structure. I am such a big fan of Brutalism and all my friends know this because they're like, why? And I'm like, because I just get me going in a different way. Um, and then she's in that room with the red and the blue yeah. like panes. It's just perfect. Yeah, perfect. I like that music video a lot because I feel like it just solely focused on yeah. the quote unquote vibe yeah. aesthetic. Literally. There yeah. was nothing, there's no like real storyline to it. Yeah. After you could, because I feel like the song itself has such a storyline, you almost yeah. didn't need. I didn't want it to be acted out. No, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think we needed that. <laughs> no. No, you're right. That's literally what makes it perfect. Is mm-hmm. that just, it lets you focus on everything that's not happening in front of you. You know, right. everything that is not directly pointing its finger at, which is nothing. It's just, like, says the dancing. You get to be like, wow, she's a great dancer. Um, and, like, she has great outfits. And you get to be like, wow, this, this structure is really cool. And you get to be like, wow, this song is really cool lyrics. You know, like, all that stuff. But, yeah, that chorus, though, is so iconic. So, yeah. <laughs> what is it again? It's, like, you're his 9 to 5. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the weekend. weekend. Yeah. Which I love. Oh, hello. That was so loud. Um. Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> and this is Mrs. Fairfax. Special guest, wow, we were saying we need more special guests. And they can And they just show up, you know? 
That's what we're talking about, people. Invite yourself <laughs> to the party. Yeah, literally, don't. You don't have to ask. Just Mm-mm. come over. Just walk into the room we're recording in. Which I was reading that's about a character from a TV show. Didn't look much more into it because I also wasn't like, this is the greatest song ever. Um, But I liked it a lot. I think it's funny how she rhymes go, or like she, I feel like she does this a lot where she like does like a, um, she'll like rhyme the way she pronounces it with like a different line. She'll be like, go Gina, damn Gina, in them them jeans or something. And like that rhyme is very funny. Does it a lot where she's like very like specific rhymes that uh-huh. only Siza could make. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rhyme. Siza. Siza. <laughs> oh my god, the next one was Garden. Garden. Garden or say it, say it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Music video. They did me dirty. They threw Donald Glover in. They made him do like a smile like six times. I was like. You can't put my man in here and then do me dirty like that. Like, you can't, like, literally amazing. Beautiful. I was so, I did not know he was, like, in any of her music videos. I was, like, thrown off. I, was like, oh, I like, hello. saw him in the preview and I was, like, that's the last <sighs> one I'm watching because I'm, like, I'm just going to lose my mind. I like, I, they look cute together. They They're a random so choice, but together. I'm, like, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> this is my number two. Okay, wow. Yeah. Yes, partially because of Donald Glover, but also because the lyrics just made me very, very emo. I'm, like, obsessed with the, she says, like, hoping I'll never find out you're anyone else, because I love you just how you are, and I hope you never find out who I really am, because you'll never love me, you'll never love me, you'll never love me, but I believe when you say it like that, I mean, when you say it like that, I believe that when you say it like that, you must really love me, and I'm just, like, crying in the club, like, literally cowing in my feels, like, Yeah, so that's why I'm so sad. I almost feel like oh that God. kind of, like defines a lot of the themes of the songs of her just being like with these terrible people and feeling really insecure yeah to me it wasn't even like this is a terrible person that she's with it's just like it's like that pure early phase and like you don't know each other well enough to be like well i've heard about you sucks you know so it's just kind of like you're in that like cocoon of like oh this is cute and fun and happy that's what it says to me but also like even in the sense that like no one will ever really know you as well as you know yourself so it's like she'll only ever know this person of this guy she's dating that she created right and like he'll only ever know the version of her that he created and it's like they love that those versions but they'll never know each other but that's almost better i feel like i don't know if that is better but anyway that's whatever i feel like that like the dreaminess of like the production and like the music Mm -hmm. video i feel like really kind of reflects that yeah i mean I almost feel like her music videos look generally, like, kind of happy and peaceful, yeah. but, like, it's they're a little emo and a yeah. little bit, like, sad. Or just, like, beyond possible. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, like, literally, like, Garden of Eden or something crazy stuff. Yeah, probably what they were referencing. Yeah. Also, I think her grandma... Is, is it her grandma or her mom? I, I think it's her mom. Oh, I also thought, like, it 
kind of reflected the complexity of, like, other relationships, too. Like, when her mom entered, I was like, whoa, this doesn't just mean her and her boyfriend. It means, like, her and, like, your your relationship with, like, parents and how that's so complicated, too. And, like, how it's, like, that's, like, this will be someone you always love, but you'll probably never understand and always butt heads with. And that's, like, but you always love them because of that, you know? And that's, I just thought that was, like, also very sweet. That mm-hmm. it felt like she was talking about both. That one is the camp one, right? Yes. Okay, that one? With the second couple making out in the background the whole time. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. this is a very important detail to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's gotta be some significance with SZA having two different couples making out in the background of the entire music video. But maybe it's just, like, life. Like, that's just, yeah. like, there's always that, those two friends who do that. It just but... goes, yeah, that just be a solo song. Mm-hmm. Very, I mean, I'm interesting that I, I feel like she said... She's influenced by like Wes Anderson because I like was like oh yeah like this is definitely like Moonrise as because I read that and then I watched the music video I'm like oh this is totally like Moonrise Kingdom yeah. inspired like mm-hmm. totally with the little camp and like the uniforms the like I don't know, like oh scout gosh. uniforms except the end of the movie was not Wes Anderson which I think is interesting yeah okay I also thought that also it's kind of sad lyrics but with like yeah. cute upbeat song and you're like. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I don't think any of her... I mean, that's not true. I feel like she does have a lot of nostalgic kind of sounds sometimes, especially with, like, the indie vibe. It can sound a little bit, like, melancholy, yeah. but um, generally, I think she has, like, a more, like, kind of vibey yeah. beat. And then my number one is Normal Girl, Normal of course. Girl. How can you not? It's like, yeah, I, I'm sure I know one's surprised that the song called Normal Girl is my favorite song. And, of course, I, I looked at the track list and I was like I know I'm gonna like that song I don't that's know that's so funny I really it really was I was like I just see that title and I'm like I know I'm gonna I feel like, like I'm always wrong about like the song that I'm gonna like that's when I just funny. read a album list oh but I was like I know I'm gonna like that song but I think that's what was crazy is that I was like this is the first time I was right that I looked <laughs> at the song name and I was like I, I feel the same way but I looked at it and I was like I'm gonna like that one and I think it's because you know when you see normal girl you know she's gonna be like I wish I could be a normal girl yeah and no, I like, like I know that's yeah, coming you know. <laughs> and I was like I know I'm gonna relate to this mm-hmm. um which which I love though and I love that like you look at Susan and you're like wait but this is perfect like what right. does she mean she wishes she could be a normal girl I want to be normal the way she's normal yeah I mean all of these songs are so self-deprecating yeah like so but they're not in the obvious self-deprecation where it's like i hate myself like kind of thing no it's, it's in like, like a very relatable very specifically like yeah. but also relatable like super especially like i'm gonna say it again desperation specifically for like young women mm-hmm. like everything about it yeah like is like this is what society teaches women to feel bad about and since so it's being like i'm gonna point out all of it I love that. Yeah, she's so specific with it too. She's like, I wish my like butt was bigger. Like, yeah, she's like, I know. The whole time. I was like, okay. And I'm like, but you have a charming butt. Yeah. Like, what? I wish my butt was <laughs> your butt. Like, that doesn't make any sense. 
just so good. I also just thought I think the chorus is beautiful. It's not really even the chorus. I think the production is beautiful. I love like the melody. Mm-hmm. Like I just think it's so good. It's the most yeah. synthy one, and I think that's also my vibe. Is like I, I love, love the synthy songs. Like, well, like that one line where she's like, "I wish I could be the girl like you take home to your mama, or like that yeah. your dad would be proud of." Like literally, that's so oh, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. And then 20-something. This song is cute. I like, like, the repetition of that. I love the lyrics in it, too. Because, yeah. well, I think one of the last lyrics she says is, like, I just want to make it be my 20-something. But I'm like, relate. I also, like, she said something, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm so emo. She was like, I don't want to lose another friend. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, that's so sad. But then I was also like... I see that as someone who needs to grow, too. Like, you, ha- you have to be okay with losing your friend because that's, totally. like, part of it. Or just, like, the know? changes of yeah. going through your 20s. Um, and it's, like, I get that, but also at the same time, that's probably, losing that friend is probably better for you than, like, you know, you know? So, anyway, I thought that was cute. Yeah, and, like, the, and I mean, such a good closer to yeah. the album because, I mean, it does feel like it's, like, a confessional of, like, a 20-something woman mm-hmm. and her relationships. And, like, dealing with control. Um, the last voice notes of the album are super powerful. Yeah. Like, it's her, from her mom talking about just, like, needing control and, like, what would happen if you don't just have, like, a basic control yeah. over your life. Also, something I'm disconnected to, more Amphisbana stuff um, <laughs> for our Amphisbana friends. Um, like, the fact that it starts with Super Bowl and ends with 20-something is, like, it just hit me that I'm, like... In Supermodel, she's like, I want to be your supermodel. And then in 20-something, she's just like, but this is just, like, who I am and what I struggle with. And it's, like, the fact that, like, she's juxtaposing these two, like, super different things. One that she wants to be and one that she actually is. It's, like, really interesting. Yeah, she, like, transforms. Yeah. To her real Mm self, yeah. But, like, almost, like, goes deeper into her. Mm-hmm. Supermodel is a little like it's deep, but it's more surface level, and I feel like twenty something is just like right. here's all of my New York secrets. Well, I think it's different, different because like this is like one of the only songs that doesn't talk about like relationship to a guy, mm. so like it, it feels like a little special. This that song. Too. <laughs> Thank you. Can Thank you, you for your thoughts. Just she just looked up to the computer and talked to me. I'm Love glad that. that you could hear this album and like me too. talk to it because it's just I'm glad I got to like really listen to it again. Yeah. I'm probably gonna continue listening to it. Me too. Like, this is our control. Now phase. I'm into it. Yeah, we're, we're entering our control phase. Literally so. back in our yep. control era. Mm-hmm. We love you guys. Love you. Um, thanks for listening. And thanks for tuning into. I'm. This is. What I'm gonna say your favorite aesthetically pleasing hosts. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Oh, also, shout out to our friend Jess Marino, who I saw at the bagel store today. Hope you're listening, girl. Oh, my God. It was really fun. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.